0: You are listening to the Photo Bomb Podcast with the world's greatest photographers, Boo Ray and Gary. Welcome to the Photo Bomb Podcast. My name is Boo Ray Perry, and joining me, as always, is Gary Hughes. Howdy there, Boo Ray. And today on the program, a very special program that Gary has been trying to put together since we started this endeavor. I would say since day one, Gary has been trying to put together this program. Uh, he has been wanting to get Both his wife and my wife The wife cast On the podcast at the the same same time time. we managed to have Julie on a previous podcast But not Bobby Well now we have Bobby here today Julie and you might be able to hear as well The Eleanor is here Yeah yeah, the wife and daughter podcast Eleanor is here as well So Julie will maybe be fading in and out a little bit As she uh, helps to take care of her Can I just say that Eleanor has been perfect up until we started recording Well yeah (laughs) Welcome to having children Yeah well you know Before we start First of all say hello Bobby Hi there All right I want to ask you a question, Gary, as a as a professional. And if you if you were if you were spending some time with your wife mm-hmm. and um, regular time or sexy just time? regular time regular okay. time, just hanging out with your wife, you know. And she was to reveal to you that she has lost a bra somewhere. How nervous would this make you?
1: We're really going to bring up because bra. yes, because today
0: <laughs> because today she's like I can't. I've lost this bra, and I'm thinking. Where did you take it off last? Oh, well, let me go ahead
2: and say this. I can't remember ever losing a pair of underwear I've never lost underwear. But I haven't had a very adventurous uh, life in the underwear department. Neither,
0: neither have I, and I assume that my wife has not either. I would think that all bras are put on and off in the same room in my house. So how do you... Well, that's you
1: know, not entirely true. That, well... <laughs>
0: That's what I'm worried about. If we're being honest, Bure. that's what I'm worried about. Not
1: entirely true.
0: That's what I want to know: is where did you take off a bra that is now no longer in the house? Well, hold on. Let me start. First of all, Bobby, thank you for doing this. You're I know welcome.
2: that I know that this isn't necessarily your cup of tea, but I'm really excited to have you on the oh, show. She had to be dragged, kicking and screaming. <laughs> well, I did have to beg yeah, a little bit. She absolutely and, doesn't want to be. Julie, it's cool to have you too. Kind of excited. Thanks. But mostly, Bobby, I'm really excited to have you on the show.
0: <laughs> um, Only because Julie was on the previous podcast. Yeah.
2: Well. Yeah. But um, this is very exciting because we got to. Uh, Buret tried his best to embarrass me, but my wife, who who loves me and is a good and decent person, but I feel like you're not, so you can totally dish. <laughs> on you want the Bou- trash? I want the trash. You, want the trash. Okay. Okay. you said
0: you were not good and decent. Yeah, that? that's
1: all right. I'm okay with being dirty. All right.
0: How does one? <laughs> how does one lose a bra?
1: I, did, I really didn't lose it. I'm I'm pretty sure it just gave up and said, I'm done. I don't know where it is. It's just gone.
2: It says when a bra retires, it yes. goes, nope. It's gone home. It's to the, somewhere. It's gone home. It's like I'm saying, you. you don't lose a bra. It went to the magical land where all the socks go is yes. where it goes. Yes. But, okay, so why does it concern you that a bra has been lost? Well, because it's a bra. Where did, <laughs> where, where did you take off a bra that you can't find it now? I will tell you this, uh, and Bobby, you can back me up. I'm pretty sure that a bra is only a mystical device for a man. For a woman, it's just the thing that holds up your tatas.
0: That's right, true, right. but still, where did you take it off that you now can't <laughs> find it? <laughs> I, you know, like you said, I'm never like, well, I can't find my underwear. It's either on my body, in the drawer, or in the if laundry. If I were your underwear, I'd be trying to get away I from you as much as possible. <laughs> if I came home one day and I took off my pants and didn't have my underwear, Bobby would be like, where's your underwear? And if I said, you know, I don't know, some point during the day I lost my underwear. That would be a questionable thing to say. Was it, was it a bra you liked?
1: It's just a standard bra. I mean, you know, it's just an everyday (laughs) one. But you see, there's a conspiracy going on in our house as far as my husband is concerned. Yes, there is a conspiracy. He thinks that I only wear the sexy bras during a certain time of the month just to torment him. That's absolutely true.
0: That's absolutely true. If it's her time of the month. I knew you were a bad person. If it's her time of the month, (laughs) then she comes out of 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 the bathroom or whatever, and she's wearing like the leopard print with the pink stripes bra. You know, and then when it's not her time of the month, she's wearing that bra that's like nude-colored, all one piece, no frills. Looks like a sports bra. That's what she's wearing when you know <laughs> something might actually happen. But when nothing's going to happen, no way, no how, that's when she wears the looks sexy like stuff. a wizard's unitard. Yeah that's, not, yeah, that's what she's wearing. Yeah. She's like, you know, when it, when it, when when it's go time, she's wearing Spanx, and when it's not go time, she's wearing Victoria's Secret or
1: or a compression t-shirt. Yes, <laughs> one one of compression. The
0: two. <laughs> I can tell you this. Here's I'm going right. to get, get a compression t-shirt. That's what the athletes <laughs> wear. Does so your wife have to get drunk to have sex with you? No. Uh, yes. No. <laughs> yes. I'm sensing a pattern. <laughs> I'm not saying she has to get drunk, but it's definitely going to be better time for both of us if she does.
2: Well, at the risk of,
0: of turning into the Howard Stern <laughs> show, yes. I'm saying this okay. show has gone seriously south. <laughs> Me- thanks for meanwhile that. some you know some people have just tuned in I heard this is a good podcast about <laughs> photography
2: <laughs> we're gonna get some really good inspiration and education and we're talking about bras yes although I would like to say one more thing about bras oh please. okay I'm not super I've never been one of those guys that's like this this sexy lingerie just does it for me at least not any more than just any lingerie does it for me if it's pantaloons it's just like if a woman shows up. Yes, I'm happy. I'm happy. You know, I'm happy. Attendance
0: yeah. is all that's required. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> well, our good friend, our, our good friend uh, Linda, long, Linda and say, long. Say it together. Bless oh her. Heart. Bless her heart. Bless, her, bless heart, her heart, Linda Long. She actually posted on Facebook not too long ago. She said she was finding out how much lingerie women have. She said because someone told her that that she was weird because she has over fifty pieces of lingerie. Oh my gosh. Yes, exactly. And that's what. My, and, and I said that I feel that that's like Bigfoot. I've heard that person exists. <laughs> But I've never actually that's, that's seen... because Olin's a freak. I've never actually seen a person, a woman who has 50 pieces of lingerie. Oh, well. I, I have. N- I have. Her name know? is Victoria's Secrets. Yeah, so oh, that's yes. what I'm saying. In, She's, the in the store. In the but store. But no real woman has 50 pieces of lingerie. Julie's <laughs> dancing with the baby or else I'd ask her to answer that I question. I think I got to see
2: one on our honeymoon.
0: That's about it. Our wedding night,
1: right. I got to
2: see one. And that's been the most of it, right?
1: I mean, you spend so much money on lingerie, but I mean... You I'm you just going to rip it right it off. Right,
2: It's coming right off. I get that. <laughs>
1: Can't we just show you a picture and be done with it?
2: <laughs> Lingerie is for photography. It's for sh- it's for, yeah. for it's for doing a boudoir yeah. shoot. It's yeah. it's not for nessus. It has no actual useful function because no. I don't think it's going to get the average guy more enthusiastic about sex than he would be anyway, especially being no married ever. for a long time. If, the, if your wife says, hold on,
0: let me go shave my legs, you're like, yes, <laughs> that's right. Yes! No, guy tur- <laughs> no guy turns it down, you know, I, I would have sex with you, but you won't wear the sexy lingerie, so I'm out. Yep, I'm out. <laughs> <And> I'm out. <laughs> that's
2: true. Very true. So welcome to WifeCast uh, number two with both wives. I'm very, very excited. Now, Bobby, you and Boo Ray, like Julie and I, work together. Yes all the time all the time what's 24 it like? hours a day what's it like
1: well I have to ask Julie this because Bure and I were discussing this over breakfast because he said what is it like to live with a photographer and I said it's a little bit like living you, with you a don't bipolar. know what it's like
2: you live with Bure you don't know what <laughs> <it's like that. laughs> sorry please continue
1: you know and tell me are you I'm, this, I mean,
0: I'm keeping score
1: <laughs> are you this way because he is either the best photographer in the world or he sucks that, that's his daily right. opinion. We
0: talked about this. Uh, we probably, uh, on, on the previous podcast is we I mentioned that story. Yeah. You so did. thanks for coming up with the story we've already talked about. Well,
1: Hey, because anyway, I was I, not I, here for The first here. time.
0: No, but it's true. I'm I'm yes. either the best photographer in the world or the worst photographer in the world depending on my mood that day.
1: Yeah.
0: Depending on what I've seen and what and yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, no.
1: Gary's usually. He's usually the best photographer in the world. <laughs> 24 <laughs> hours a day.
0: <laughs> I, I like myself a lot. That's how you present yourself. But I was convinced that in private you were a little bit more like me. But no, you're pretty much an ego tard all the time. Yeah. Oh yeah, maniac. No. Okay. No. The truth is, uh, to be honest, what do you think, honey?
1: You you get nervous about like shoots and stuff, but
2: every time, every shoot. By the way. Oh Just yeah. weddings. Every really? time, every shoot. Everyone. Every every I'm, n- shoot. I'm never nervous anymore. I do. Well, there are certain things I've done so, so many times. It's like a corporate headshot. But there's still a little bit of nerves to the point, which is one of the reasons we touched on in the last episode is why I'm so weird about people being on time. It's because I want to get started. I'm very anxious to get it done rather than the anticipation of a
0: shoot coming is, is just tough. Once you're in it, you're okay. It's waiting that, that drives you look crazy. Yeah,
2: yeah. But basically, um, you know, I am awesome and I know it. So all right. <laughs> now truthfully, I feel like if you don't feel like you should quit at least once a week, you probably actually suck and should quit, you know, but you, you should feel that way because that means that you're analyzing what you're doing and looking to improve all the time and having those moments where you feel like you got something you're doing great are really good. But if that is your constant state
0: of being, then you're probably you probably are an asshole <laughs> my problem <laughs> i don't know if you have this but when i come home uh and, and not all the time but there's a lot of times where you're coming home and you're just thinking i didn't i didn't uh i didn't get anything really great here and then when you get home and you look at your images suddenly stuff starts to come out at you and you're like oh no that's good oh no that's good and then you feel better about yourself but it's only been in the last year or so that i've had a couple of times where i'm coming home from a wedding and i'm like I, I nailed this. I crushed this. You know, I looked at some stuff in the can, and I know I got good stuff. Up until recently, I was always convinced that I had dropped the ball. Until I got home and looked at the See? And as she would attest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she just saw your most yes, recent blog thing. post. <laughs> <laughs> you call that off-camera light? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Next question. For me? No, no yeah, for you, from
2: Gary. Oh, oh, okay. I'm interested. How do you deal with Bure when he gets in a mood like that?
1: The bad one or the good the one? The bad one. I just walk away.
2: Just leave. We just,
1: we just let him have his pity party and be done with it. That's
2: what Julie, <laughs> that's what Julie does. It's just she just <laughs> let it happen. Because yeah. honestly, let me ask you nothing would make you feel better. Ooh. No, nothing.
0: Although lingerie helps. <laughs> <laughs> It wouldn't hurt. Because you want to make a note, just, just so you know, note. Bobby. I'm I saying, thought attendance was the only thing that. that was
1: required. That would help, too. So <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'll take either one.
0: I'll take either one. I will take any and
2: all attempts to cheer me up. I see. So I see. your businesses are complimentary, and so technically, Bure is your employee. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs>
0: now we're having that, some technical difficulties. <laughs> Yeah. You no, know,
1: I wouldn't say he's my employee. Um, I do boss him around. She feels but, like I'm your uh,
0: employee. She's absolutely the worst wedding planner I've ever worked for.
1: Yes, I am the toughest.
0: Well as far as he is concerned. The familiarity breeds a bit yeah. of contempt, I'm sure, yeah. whereas if it were a photographer no, 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 it's yeah. no, it's not contempt, it's bossiness.
1: Yes, it is bossiness. It's bossiness. <laughs> it's yes.
0: bossiness. But no here's... other no other wedding planner ever comes up to me and <laughs> grabs me and drags me and says, <laughs> You know, I, I want this shot that, Get get on your stomach. <laughs> Get on your stomach and shoot from this angle. No no other wedding That's planner true. has ever done that.
1: I'm famous for saying lower. Yes. Lower. <laughs> I need the angle to be lower. Guys,
0: we're gonna keep this clean. <laughs> yes. How's that, baby? Yeah. I just want to point out that yes. <laughs> Gary went there and not me. Yes. Which I'm- is surprising.
1: <laughs> no, but really, I mean, when you work with me, you know, right. one of the one of the advantages, even though I think I'm probably more difficult than other planners because I'm a little bossy, is that because i like to stylize a shoot you don't have to be as creative on the spot That's true. as you do by yourself yeah,
0: absolutely and she's very much aware of the photography so you know she and yeah. so when you work for her yeah she's she can be i want this and i want this but she makes it easy to get that because she makes sure that the she makes sure that the couple are lined up correct she makes sure that the chairs are done right she you know so yeah there's that and there's times when she steps right in and takes over I'm interested in, because um, you both obviously work full-time, but you mm-hmm. work
2: out of your home, but you also have two daughters, mm-hmm. and you have daughters involved. They do music, and they do dance and yes. sports or whatever, all the stuff that they do. How is that? Because we have a lot of photographers in the business who are parents and work, work full-time, have their businesses, and have kids and stuff. What's the, For you, how do you manage that? How do you stay sane, and how do you keep balanced with your life when you've got all this stuff going on all the time? Do you get any time where you just get to go... I'm going to
0: have a glass of wine to sit here on the couch and do yeah, nothing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean every
0: night from every night. 9:45 <laughs> till 10:05 <laughs> to, 10, there's not to, a wedding. To, to 10:20, <laughs> 10:30, and I'm not exaggerating. Yeah. From 9:45 maybe to 10:30, mm-hmm. 45 minutes which is enough to watch one show TVing past the commercials and have some wine and some nachos. That's it. Yeah. Between that because you kids go to bed and then they're going to be up and down up and down, so you get a little bit and but, typically about 45 minutes to an hour a night.
1: Yeah. 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 There's not a whole lot of peace. There's not a whole lot of downtime, but there's definitely balance. I mean, we work, We do most of our work. I am most productive when the kids are at school. That I come home first thing in the morning. I work all the way up until it's time for them to come home. And then after that, my schedule kind of loosens up unless I have a wedding. So... I think it just depends. You kind of squeeze it in as a parent, and you'll find out you guys are new, so you're probably already doing it with a baby schedule. But you do. You just kind of, you know, let we it just squeeze use in the baby cage wherever you can get it.
0: <laughs> Turn the bassinet upside down and put some heavy stuff on it.
1: Oh, that's so wrong.
0: <laughs> one of the things. Though, one of the things I will tell you though that has happened to us, and you don't realize it, and you think, about, oh my gosh, yes. And that's like our daughter, our oldest daughter, Samantha. She's into dance, and she's really into dance, and so she's at dance like four, four nights a week. Mm-hmm. Okay. And dance goes till 7, thirty, eight 8 o'clock. And so since I've got to go pick her up at dance, we've got to take her to dance, we've got to pick her up. Now, they come home from school, so you want to help with their homework, and that, so that interrupts your work day. So then when you finally get finished with that, you go back to work. And then you've got to take her to dance. So then you just kind of go back to work. And so I don't think of my work day ending until I pick her up from dance, which can be at 8 o'clock at night. So my work day typically will run right up until 8 o'clock at night every single night. That sucks. Yeah, but then again, <laughs> yes. she's. Oh, you don't get out of bed till noon, <laughs> though. Yeah, so. I no. was just going
1: to say. But, you <laughs> know, true. when you start your work day at 10, <laughs> 11, true. 12 o'clock in the afternoon, but it, but <laughs> and th- take but
0: a two hour, hour lunch. lunch. Yeah. But I, and then <laughs> I don't think it's just us, just about anybody in any business who owns their own business will tell you when we first started out, we worked 60, 80 hours a week. You know, and do you ever run into those photographers who are just starting out and, and you just want to shake them and say, you don't seem to understand? You have to work your ass off yeah. all the time if you want to make it. Well, you don't, but other photographers do. <laughs> you, you have a sugar mama, <laughs> which is great. It's really she were, nice I'm, I'm,
2: I'm speaking in the plural. work We all still the time.
1: work that much. We
2: y- still. Yeah,
0: we're always working. Yeah,
2: yeah I mean, that's the funny thing is because Julie and I do this, and when we're sitting down to have dinner or doing something or when we do have a babysitter, we, go, we find ourselves, we still talk about work. Every, yeah. We're driving somewhere. Yes. Yeah. We're sitting down to dinner. It's almost even in the times when you're not at work, it's still on. You know, do you well, ever? What would you, do you ever have to about? go? Okay, works out of bounds tonight. We're not going to talk about work.
0: Sometimes, sometimes. But we
1: enjoy.
2: Yeah, but we enjoy about talking work. about. Yeah, we you know. Yeah.
1: It's not. Uh, I don't know. It's not a. It's not a bad thing for us. I mean, we spend all day, every day together, and it's not really. God,
0: you poor woman.
1: It, it's <laughs> no. It's a good. Th- it's a good thing. We work very well together.
0: Surprisingly, though, yeah. like when we're in the office, we really don't talk much. She's at her desk and I'm at my desk. And then so kind of at the end of the day, we will then talk about what happened to us that day, even though we were in the same room. So, Bobby, give me a couple of tips for working with your spouse.
1: Oh, gosh. Um... I think you definitely have to have defined roles. Like someone has to be in charge.
0: Me, for example.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so that's really. That's, that's what I was really wanting to hear.
0: That's what I want. <laughs> so. It helps. It helps if your wife is in charge.
1: You know, we're we're the organizers. We are we're the one we know where everything is. It's important that oh, we're in God, charge. Oh God, I
2: can't find anything without Julie. See,
1: I, it's true. I, I don't know what you did before me. I, I don't.
2: I just walked
0: around with one shoe on <laughs> and and no belt. <laughs> But it helps if you have clear, like, you know, like, I take care of all the finances and the books. And so she doesn't even think about that. And I just take care of all of that. And then she takes care of, like... I don't know when the school uh, fair is, or the or what has to be signed for class, or I don't know what any of that stuff is, and I never pay attention to it. She takes care of all that stuff, you know. So it helps if you have some some defined roles, and you don't have, you cannot play the game of who works the hardest and who does the most work. And you know this, you know, Bobby, motioning to herself, <laughs> it's me. It's not video, Bobby. <laughs> if you're pointing at
2: yourself, you have to say
0: it. Listen, it can be tough. It can be, t- I, you know, honestly, it can be tough for me, especially because she does more for the taking care of the kids than I do. And it's a big job But my thing is Whenever she's doing something And taking care of the kids If I'm working In some capacity Then I'm like As long as we're both working It doesn't matter Who's doing what job As long as we're both working now, when, when As long versus, as you get to sleep Till 11 Well yes, I do yes, yes. Getting sleep, But I work till 2 in the morning But the other
1: thing too is And, and you and I Are very good at this Right it, Is that we do not Take it personally When we snap each other Snap at each other About work
0: Yeah because it, Tell You had someone once A friend of yours uh, you called me I was on the job and yes, I called you yes. and you had a friend in the car right. and she said oh my god If if my husband spoke to me that way
1: Right. You well, you had hung up on me. It, you, it's really, let's let's, ah, let's let's put it out there.
0: This is so much more
2: dirt so, than when there's just Julie so left. Yeah,
1: you know? so I was at was, dance, ah. and you were at a job, and you needed something, and we were both on the same side of town. You wanted me to go back to the house and get something for you. But what you didn't realize was that I had people with me, and we were meeting, and I was asking questions because I needed to know how important it was so that I could then shuffle around my schedule. And because you were standing in front of a client, you didn't have time for me to work through that process and you hung up on me. And then when I tried to call back, you didn't answer. So to, be my clear, friend, to
0: be clear, wow. to be clear, yeah. to be clear, the hanging up was not just a click, but it was a, okay, I got it. Thanks. Man. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It wasn't a, it wasn't I
0: cut a, her off, but she was talking. you yes. know, I called her because I thought she might still be at home and I knew she was coming to my part of town and I needed a tripod. So I called her and i was like, I'm like, are, are you at home? And she goes, no, I've already left the house. Why do you need something? And I said, yeah, I need my tripod. And instead of saying, I'll go get it or I can't go get it, she said, well, I'm doing it. And she started explaining to me because she didn't realize I'm standing there staring at my client. And I don't want to look like an idiot who doesn't have his equipment. Well, I can't do that. And the minute my mind said to me, she can't help me, I went, okay, thanks. And hung up immediately. Right. You know, because I didn't want to get into it with her or whatever. We and you didn't bring that up late? Like, that wasn't like a thing? That no. No.
1: Like- Later on, he called me and uh, he said, you know, I had a client standing in front of me and that was the end of it. I, it, it was not a... It, it
0: never crossed her mind. No. I mean, even when I hung up on her and her friend was like, wow, she was like, no, he's with a client. It's not... Right. You can't. You can't bring business into the personal. So there's an unspoken separation of business
2: and personal when you guys yes. so yes. if he were to snap at you about something related to or be short or brief or whatever something related to the kids it would be a totally oh I take
1: him down yeah Oh yeah. 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 I
0: take him down even if we were even if we were on a job I, 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 I'll say that you would have a greater leniency even if you're on a job I mean a person can have a bad day or whatever it can be personal or on the job but sure. if we're on the job and, and one of us were to have a bad day and snap or something when they, when they shouldn't I still think the other one would, give you, would give, the, give you much more leniency because you're just in a different zone we're, Famously, we met as waiters at Macaroni Grill, the very first Macaroni Grill in Dallas, Texas. That's how we met. The yes. least healthy restaurant on the planet. But yes. it was new at
1: the time, nobody knew. Yes, so
2: <laughs> well. we met at Macaroni <laughs> Grill.
0: And I had a bad reputation. I love it at Macaroni Grill. Yes. I love it. I love it. Oh, it's so delicious. It's, it's like being a home in Tuscany. Oh, gosh. Okay. okay, 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 quick. Give me an impersonation. Here we go. Michael J. Fox in Back to the Future. Go. Doc, I need to get it back up to That's 1955. <laughs> uncanny. Okay. It's uncanny. If I could have that talent for one minute, just one minute. Okay. Your kids aren't ready for this yet,
2: but your kids are going to love it. <laughs> That's right. oh, it's, it's, like,
0: it's like I'm in the theater. It's just, oh, it's so good. But uh-huh. um, And I famously had a bad reputation with the other people at Macaroni Grill because when I was working, I was in work mode. So I would go to the cooks and I would say, I need this. You know, right away this food's bad I need, fly me fly me a, a blah 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 i need this right away and they would be like well how about a please and i'm like how about you just make me the food and i'm going to take it out because right now we're working and later after work when we have a cocktail we'll be all nice to each other but right now let's get the job you know i get into i'm very much i get into work mode you know i oh, that's just that me guy. i'm that guy you're i'm that, in work mode i call him a eugene a, a
2: uh, eugene yeah the eugene what's a eugene a eugene there's a <laughs> julie's heard this hundred times there's a guy I used to work with um, when I was, I used to work at movie theaters. That was like high school and college. I worked in movie theaters and I was an assistant manager and there's always a guy at every job who's the guy who's like takes it is in that work mode and is like in the zone and nobody likes to work with that guy he's a hard worker he does a great job but nobody likes to work with him because he's just and you couldn't ever put him in charge of other people because when he's working he's just not good with other people (laughs) and that's like and and they call him a Eugene and this guy he worked there for like eight years and they would not promote him from like slinging popcorn and cleaning the kitchen to like Management, even though he was a terrific worker, just because it's like, you know, you ever heard the stories about Hitler in World War One when he was in... Solis? Who?
0: Hitler, Adolf Hitler. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who's that? I just want to go,
0: have you ever heard the stories about Hitler? <laughs> like, I'm going to go, like somebody's going to actually say, no, I haven't heard of this Hitler Do you know person. Who Hitler is? How do you spell that?
2: <laughs> H-I-D. So, in World War One, Hitler was uh, a soldier in World War One, Right. And uh, basically, he got all the, he got the Iron Cross and all these, for his like, bravery or whatever. Uh, but, It was basically noted in his evaluations, was like, yes, uh, he's a great soldier. Never put him in charge of anyone because he has no value for human life. I feel like you're the Hitler of macaroni grill. I am
0: not the Hitler of macaroni grill. I was not the Eugene either. (laughs) You are so the Eugene. Bobby? Uh, I just just wasn't there to be. He was.
1: Listen, you had a reputation of being an (laughs) asshole. Let's be honest. Okay? (laughs) But I will say this. Here's the thing. For Bure at the time, it was just a job. It was a, it was a means to an end. He was working on you know his DJ career. I'm here to make friends. And, yeah, exactly. I'm here to serve pasta. That's, that's, that's right. exactly right. And eat my dinner every time.
0: <laughs> well, no, but to, 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 be, to be, and this is what I said to the cooks when they when they said you know they how, how to how about a please and I'm like really because when you put up food to go out you don't say would you please take this out you say order up. And I'm supposed to take the food out. You don't ask me to please take the food out to the table. So why do I have to ask you to please cook the food? Let's just, we all know our job. Let's just do our job and go. Total Eugene. <laughs> he,
2: no, he, I'm he just like, you know. Total guy. Eugene. Yeah. But we'll shift the focus from Blu-ray for just a second because we all know that you're terrible. Um, I am not terrible. <laughs>
1: He's not terrible. <laughs> I'm really no.
0: coming across like an a-hole the old no, Macrony
2: Girl. I'm not. This is the point of bringing Bobby on the show. Mm-hmm. And since Julie stepped out with the baby for just a minute. Um, I want to get back at Bobby a little bit. Bobby, I hear you have a special <laughs> voice you use with people on the phone.
1: It's not really a special voice. You know, can we, can it's we do just, a little run through? I'm not, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not sarcastic with my clients as I would be with, say you two or anybody else. But
0: there's a different tone to the voice. Oh, there's Come a food. different tone. <laughs> I don't know who she is. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. I'm. I don't know who that woman is. I'm on the phone, or I'm sitting at my desk, and then behind me, she's talking to someone on the phone. And suddenly, it's it's designing women Delta Burke, <laughs> uh, Southern Bell. Oh, you get Southern. Oh, she gets it, very Southern. I,
2: I
1: don't Get really, really? You think I get southern?
0: I think so, Gary. Pretend to be a person. All right,
2: I'm going to pick up my phone. Bobby, answer the phone. Ready? Okay. I'm calling uh, Perfect Beach Weddings, right? Perfect Florida Beach, Perfect Florida. Oh, beach you got to get the name right. Sorry, I'm calling Perfect Florida because <laughs> my wife and I were going to get. We want to get married on the beach in okay. Saint Pete. And, ta- and, and be sure and tell her about the new baby. i tell her about the new baby. Okay, here we go. Ready? Okay, okay. ringing.
1: Ring, 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 ring. Perfect Florida Beach Wedding.
2: Hi. Um, I was just wondering. Um, how much do you guys charge for a full package for a beach wedding in Saint Pete?
1: Hi. Well, I'd love to tell you about it. Tell me a little bit about your wedding first. Have you guys chosen a date?
2: Yes. We're getting married on Christmas Day on the beach. Yes.
1: Exciting. Do you have
2: any discounts available?
1: We don't give discounts for holidays, but I appreciate you asking. So tell me.
0: (laughs) I appreciate you asking. I appreciate you asking me. I was you know, when I picked up the phone. I was thinking to myself, "I hope this is somebody who asks me about a discount. I would so appreciate. I would so appreciate that. It is different. It is it totally is different. different. Oh. But listen, I've listen. spent my
1: entire life in customer service, and most of it is over the phone. I
0: think everybody so has a different phone voice with you clients. Do. So. You do. Oh, you know. isn't that precious? She'll say words like "precious," which listen. I've never heard coming out of her mouth ever in any listen. other situation.
1: It is different because my clientele, my entire relationship with them is over the phone so it has to be in order to get that emotion across you have to it it has to sound like you're excited for them you can't just be like oh that's
2: but you're so not
1: i am excited for them (laughs) (laughs) i am i'm totally excited listen i love what i do and i love my clients but i do have a different voice when it comes to uh customer service and i would never be sarcastic or say you know you're an asshole you have to be a sterilized
2: version of yourself almost
1: (laughs) Yes, and, and I'm very careful, too. You know, like, Bure makes money of me. He says I'm a Facebook snob, because I, <laughs> none of my clients are on my personal Facebook. I have a professional personal page that's connected to my Facebook page. Now, is
0: that uh, Perfect Flora Beach Wedding?
1: Yeah, yeah. Or
0: no, but that, she has, no, she yeah. has two personas yes. on Facebook two as well. individual pages. Individual, yes. She has mm-hmm. an yes. individual page that's connected to her professional page, and right. then she has her other individual page, which is the one that you know. Well, right. I have the same thing that's my individual page, and then I have one for all my S&M friends. There you go. It's exactly. Because like exactly. like I just that. don't want that <laughs> mixing with the rest that's of the exactly, life. That's exactly. And that's the way she is. So yes. her personal page is connected to her Facebook. Uh, professional page is just you know very generic it, it's and for
1: my you know, brides that want to friend me and stuff it is it's very generic I don't yeah. put pictures of my kids or talk about my family life God, or,
2: I'm so exhausted just keeping up with my Facebook that like there's
1: not a lot on it. it it strictly is there for the bride that wants to friend me but I just really don't like to mix you know my brides don't need to know if I'm you know at if the bar with my bra. husband and it, that's why I'm not answering their phone you know, or it yes seems about my so yeah, her brides <laughs> don't even know bra. if she lost a bra
0: <laughs> it
2: seems so simple because for years I've been telling my friends like don't tag me when we're doing this and don't tag me when we are doing right that. and my friends know not to post stuff about me that specifically could be um any
0: of my clients could find like um unappealing and can we talk right. about that for a second okay. that when you own your own business you get that thing where like if it's a monday and i'm going to play golf I'm afraid to put on Facebook that I'm playing golf. Because, because you should be editing their Because wedding. I should be editing your wedding. <laughs> or I should be, yeah. Right, you and that's know. exactly
1: why I have two different personal ones. Because I work a lot, but I have to take time for myself and do things. And, you know, I just don't think I need to broadcast it to all of my clients.
2: You know what? This is this is coming clear what I need to do now. Because you, all, you need the advantage of being personal friends with them on Facebook to tag yes. them and stuff. And I think it's just hugely advantageous. Here's the problem. The problem is that, like... When we do so much stuff and I post a lot of stuff that we do, nothing in depth. We just post general stuff going on in our lives. I only have the one personal Facebook page and then our business page. We were at the airport on our way back from Spain. We flew into Miami and connected to go back to Orlando. And there was a couple that came up to us and she's like, I don't want to be weird, but do you guys use Ready Photography? And I'm like, yeah, that's us. And she's like, oh, I just follow you guys on Facebook. And we knew some mutual people and stuff. And stuff like that happens all the time when we're out or when clients come in and they'll go like, oh, I had a guy friend me on Facebook. People
1: rushing you often, Gary? What's that? People are rushing you. Only
2: for autographs. <laughs> it must be awful. <laughs> it's, Nobody it's, wants to have sex with really me. Horrible. but they. You know, <laughs> <you know. laughs> no No, um, in all seriousness, there was a guy, um, and I'm sure that he was completely innocent in doing it, but he just friended me on Facebook. He's in the photography business somewhere, and... Um, he friended me on Facebook. He messaged me about some uh like uh, no it's he's, uh some workshop or something that he's doing. And then he sent me a mess a message it was like looks like a fine baby you've got there. And I was like who are you dude? Ooh. And like I didn't know the yeah. guy personally. I checked him out. He seemed legit, so I accepted his friend request. And then he just mess and I and I'm sure that he was just being kind. You know, right. but the thought right. in my mind goes now that I've got a kid am I putting too much on there that I don't want
0: just my close friends and family to know right. about. Well, you know, what I've also found, though, for me is I've really gotten into groups on Facebook that I've got so many groups now, you know, <clears throat> my local guild group and this group and photographers group and this group that now my something that just goes out to general personal world, you know, is always kind of generic or just me trying to be funny or whatever, because if it's anything that's very specific related, it goes into a group. You right. know, it doesn't go out into the general. My clients don't, you know, you know, I've got a group for people who complain. I've got a group for people who are, play the ukulele. I've got a group for people who, you know. You're so in a
2: ukulele group?
0: I am in a ukulele group. <laughs> We're
1: very cool here at the Perry household.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, who else played the u- uh, ukulele? was the um, uh, the emperor in Star Wars. What was his name? <clears throat> what was what was the emperor's <laughs> name, Gary? Palpatine. That's right. <laughs> So let's just lay off. Let's lay off me and the ukulele, pal. <laughs> Dude, first of all, Star Wars is way cooler than the ukulele. Oh, I don't know about that. Ukulelele's I was actually having cool a conversation
2: right about getting a ukulele with Julie the other day because they're we, cool. Th- when we very first met, we had talked about it um how you know we both play guitar but you got the ukulele because it's so much easier to it's take it's portable the you just carry it around
0: with it everywhere you go yeah and we
2: travel so much and i yeah. i find myself a lot of situations when we were in spain and we were at the the villa at night sitting around with you know some friends and stuff drinking and you know telling and stories you, wish you had an instrument it would be great to just have a guitar and noodle around but right. like i can't take that dang thing on that's the right. plane that's you know? right listen, that's right you got
1: to be careful with taking it other places because <laughs> i'm not i had this bride and groom one time because bureau take it everywhere i don't care where we are he's getting out of the car at the gas station and playing the ukulele he's going to school <laughs> but i was on the beach one time with a bride and groom they were taking pictures and here comes a guy with his ukulele right up to start serenading them not me not me thought, just some guy yeah, he thought that that was like like a really nice thing to some do guy with a and ukulele. it was just extremely
0: awkward but was
2: he terrible
0: no, I guess, no, it was, but it was just stupid. But it was awkward. Why would you walk up to is this anything? bride and groom being shot by this photographer at sunset, and, and he walked up and he's like, he like he wanted to sing a song for yes. them.
2: I only have one rule about ukuleles: what if anybody that? plays "Somewhere Over the Rainbow" by Iz you punch him in yeah, the yeah, oh, yeah, that's, that that's song, the best yeah. song ever. Oh jeez, come on, oh, Garrett, that's a
1: popular beach wedding song.
2: <laughs> My parents have a have, have a photography studio in South Florida. And they do the um, the in in person sales projection sales. So mm-hmm. they basically, you know, project the sales. Show them a slideshow set to music. And I worked in their studio um, f- as a kid. And I, when that song came out, every single day, like three or four times a day, you're sitting there, and they bring people in to look at their photos from the portrait <laughs> sessions. Like, I have a song like that. Yeah, she has a song. She has a song like that. And just like, and now every time I hear that song, I had I created a couple of different Pandora stations, right? And one was like. Elvis Presley, and the other one was like '90s alternative, and somehow that song, that song. pops in the mix everywhere, <laughs> and I lose my mind. I just thumbs down and yeah, think. And anyway, so it's that the was a soy
0: way. of songs. It fits everywhere. It's, 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 it can be used for anything. It's yeah. the worst. she has a song like yes. that too my, from her. From her the red head. red
1: wine song. Do you remember red, that song? Red yes. Red yes. Wine. When I was a teenager, You'd be like, 40. My very first job, I worked on the Jungle Queen over in Fort Lauderdale, which is this boat that takes you to an Indian island that's really not an island. It's actually mean, just. Do you
2: mean Native American?
1: <laughs> it's just whatever part of the <laughs> yes native american island
2: but it's not even a real island
1: yes. it's not even a real island it's just in the intercoastal but they advertise it wait as wait, wait.
2: Island. you mean by not an island like it's connected to a larger body of like land? i drove
1: there <laughs> without taking a bridge
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, 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 you know? so, at the end of the
0: day ma'am how do you how do you get home i get in my car and i drive Drive home from the island. It's amazing just people live on this island. Right. <laughs> yeah, yes, like,
1: you know. Right all down. the Indians drove in just for the show. <laughs> this island you know, called North that?
0: America. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so anyway, so Such she was step. like a waitress. She had to serve the food. Yeah, I was a
1: waitress. And these big long tables. And Red Red Wine was the dessert song. So we had that was every night with the dessert that would come on. And I just can't stand that song to this day. I cannot stand
2: I, it. I don't think I ever really liked it. It's a good scrumping song, but that's, that. you know.
1: Scrumping?
0: Like, yeah, you know. <laughs> you, uh, you've, you've not been on the podcast So you don't what? understand What is that Scrumping? Gary, Gary uh, Almost every podcast Gary will use a word That no one knows Except for Gary Gary has like His a own secret Scrumpin
2: Gary? Scrumping is like When you're 16 And then you get some Alone time in the car Is you there know, a sticky sock Involved <laughs> with this? No no <laughs> Well <I'm> not, <laughs> I mean Are you all by yourself In the car? <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> what Jesus are we talking Christ. about here, Gary? No, with another your, person. Oh, my God, your Oh, parents? my God, another person. Scrumping What is were you doing people? in your
0: mother's car by yourself?
1: Scr- okay, scrumping. Scrumping without two, two people. people?
0: Scrumping with yeah. two
1: It's
2: a, gr- a grouping. Scrumping is like when you're, you know. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like hooking up without having sex. It's scrumping. Like keeping your pants on. Like grinding? It's like make-out. dry humping?
0: It's like dry humping. Scrumping, yeah. It's, oh. a, it's a make-out <laughs> sesh. It's a little make-out sesh. <laughs> oh, she just said dry humping. Dry <laughs> humping. <laughs> My, my little Southern <laughs> angel, who works the phones, bringing in the clients. I was trying to dance around it and trying so to make it cute, <laughs> and you just made it dirty. Just drop dry <laughs> humping right. I in think the we've already there.
1: established. I'm so glad we have an explicit
0: here. tag Listen, on this no, podcast, because I think, though. Because I think scrumping could actually be much worse.
1: <laughs> it just sounds. <laughs> it just says it
0: sounds, it sounds no, no, painful. No, it's yeah. not scrumping. It's scrumping. Scrumping. Scrumping.
2: Scrumping is you know that's what a Yankee would say. We're scrumping. What happened to you?
0: Dude, I got scrumped. I was in a scrump. I was in a scrumping. I'm accident. just saying <laughs> that doesn't sound good.
2: We're bringing two teenagers hooked at the zipper into scrum- the scrum- emergency room. Oh, like
0: what? It's Code a- Six, we've got a scrumping accident
2: <laughs> tonight on Channel Six Eyewitness <laughs> <laughs> News. Scrumping is your teen in danger? <laughs> I've never heard you that. You need word. to be
0: aware of this new fact. I've never heard the word <laughs> scrumping. And what was the other word? you said "noshing" or something, or you used one time. And then you just—you're always throwing words out. I don't know if I'm old it's, or if you're just it's weird. Not like I'm making stuff up. I'm just well traveled. I think it's you
2: and I'm just bringing words from all over the it? country,
0: all over the world. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We well, should if, be is about that Italian. Uh, we're out of time. We should be yes. <laughs> and <laughs> about, on that scrumping note, time, look, on that note. Oh, this is the most useless one we've ever done. There was no photography <laughs> no. <laughs> education
2: whatsoever. But I got to tell you, I had the most fun that I yes, maybe we have had ever had. The most had.
0: fun, but there's absolutely nothing. What's the takeaway for this uh, episode, Gary? I would like to actually give a quick takeaway.
2: Let's so we have some educational value. <laughs> okay. Okay, uh, Bobby, you work with a lot of photographers. Mm-hmm. What is something you want to tell photographers not to do? Like, what is the thing that photographers often do that just, just you hate?
1: I personally have an issue with grumpy photographers.
2: Grumpy? No.
1: Yeah. Yes. No. I, I have an issue with photographers that forget they're there to work and that people don't necessarily know that they shouldn't be taking pictures over the photographer's shoulder and they're grumpy about it. yeah uh, like snapping at point, a guest for- Not snapping, but you can just tell by the mood- that the photographer's not happy. Drop
0: the attitude. I have been many times lectured, many <laughs> times lectured. You know, but I, I, but I, 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 I wasn't feel,
1: necessarily talking. Oh, about Oh yes, you, you were.
0: <laughs> I feel that she's she can she reads me better, and so I'll be I'll I'll step aside to let them do their thing, and she'll be like you know. Everyone could tell you were grumpy. I'm like, no, they. Could. Yes, they could. And I'm like, I don't know if they could. I think you read my mood better than they do. I think what
2: we're getting at here is that when you are a photographer or in any particular profession, you look at the
0: world through that specific yes. lens. Yeah. Yes. You have to you know, remember it may be your hundredth wedding, but it's their first wedding or their or their main wedding, and
2: you know it's a big deal or their them. kid's wedding or their yeah, cousin's wedding, right. and not everybody is going to walk up behind the photographer and think. Am I infringing upon their copyright right exactly. now? Exactly. No Am I stealing from their artistry? No one. No one is going to I don't do think that. it's malicious, but it still is annoying. Yes. You know, so photographers, what you do is, when you're doing your formals at a wedding, you take a strobe with you that's triggered by a flash... And then you set it up facing the opposite direction. So every time someone's flash goes off, it goes off and your strobe goes off in their face and ruins their picture. And then that's what we can take away from this episode.
0: Well, I'm not worried about ruining their picture as much as I'm worried about them ruining mine. Because all it takes is one person in the group that you're photographing to cut their eyes over towards mom with the cell phone. Yes. And now you've got that shot's ruined for you. And you don't find that out until you get home. But what we're trying to say is... What? Photographers <laughs> dropped it. You catch more flies. Yes, you do.
1: With honey. Listen, With honey. I always say you should ha- always maintain that curtain of customer service. What you do behind the curtain is up to you.
2: Oh, I go behind the curtain. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I start punching things.
1: Yeah, <laughs> whether it's that or or, or you're being nice or, or whatever. But in front of the curtain, it should always remain the same.
0: I think, though, the, uh, that also, for me anyway... It's gotten easier as time has gone. You would think that the the stereotype would be that the longer you do this, the more of a grumpy old dude you become but for me well, it's you're the, obviously yeah part of that i'm crowd. over the, i'm over the hill but for me it's the other way around because i've become less grumpy and have less of a problem with people than i did when i first started and i think it's because i don't not, care anymore no i'm not as stressed <laughs> you've just given up in a on way life. yes yeah. Yeah. but in a way yes i'm not as stressed i'm not worried that they're messing they're you know you know before when you first start you're so stressed on what you're doing that anyone who you think might be interfering with you just heightens your stress level and then when you get to a point where you're comfortable you're like well oh, yeah yeah whatever you know not gonna you know what I mean you've done it enough and you haven't had a problem with it that you begin to realize that you know and the other thing is if you do once you've done enough you start to say you have to make a decision okay this isn't going to stop am I just gonna be pissed off every time I shoot no then get over it do you know why do you know why you can do this now why because you had cancer I did have cancer (laughs) <laughs> I really don't like to talk about it. And I would, and I would like, I really, I can't believe you even brought it up. Oh, well. That I've had cancer. And on that bombshell, take us out, Boo. All right. Be sure and check us out online, photobombpodcast.com. You can find us on Facebook. You can find uh, Gary's website at hughesfioretti.com. Nice. You can find me at boorayperry.com. Uh, the photobomb podcast also has the uh, places, which, which is places we are going to be speaking. Uh, Gary's going to be speaking at, and teaching at Florida School here in Florida in June. I'm going to be teaching in South Carolina. So uh, come out and uh, join our workshops and learn a thing or two and have a good time. And I think that's about it. Yeah. All right. We will see you next time. (laughs) Talk to you later. Thanks, Bobby, for being here. You're
2: welcome.